Attacking the Cart Pullers. This is the soapbox for the week of March 20th, 2022. More than a decade ago, I wrote a column about the cart pullers. Those of us who lead the way, take the risks, create and provide the jobs, and quite candidly, keep the country running. It's about a third of us. We don't ask for notoriety, gratitude, or even attention. We just ask that you not vilify us vis-a-vis envy. And so much for that, because here we are again. On the lighter side of this topic, we'll start with a headline I saw last week as the baseball lockout was ending, and it read, Major League Baseball owners retain their billions. Now, long story short, said the article, millionaires will again be playing baseball this spring, paid by billionaires. And for some reason, the 30 people that own a baseball team are somehow the bad guys. Oh, sure, I get it. Defending wealthy people is less popular now than ever before. And to be completely candid, many of them are in fact scumbags. But this ongoing childish call for wealth redistribution under the guise of life not being fair is not only infantile, it's founded in fallacy. Yes, those big bad evil MLB owners will remain billionaires. And you know what else will remain? Hundreds of jobs in each of their organizations, ranging from the office staff to trainers, coaches, and even mascots. Around the country, thousands of vendors, ticket takers, security guards, members of grounds crews, scoreboard operators, and even PA announcers will go to work in stadiums every day, earning a paycheck. Yeah, a paycheck far smaller than those horrible owners but a paycheck nevertheless, powered by very rich people who took risks to get to where they are and reap the rewards of it today. Let's not forget the endless hotel rooms that will be booked by not just traveling players and team members, but also fans going to see their teams. And then there's the airline flights, rental cars, drivers, the bars and restaurants surrounding the stadiums, and of course, the endless money made from thousands of games being broadcast, thus bringing in even more revenue through advertising, while also employing thousands of network personnel. I could go on. There's many, many more jobs from this tree. But if you don't get the point by now, you're either dumb, or you're a total loser who views everyone else as the reason for your miserable life and endless failures. I can't help either way. Then there are the oil companies. Another group of wildly unpopular people right now who basically print money at will and somehow take the blame when we decide to drive and travel more, when world events drive up speculation and have the audacity, do those oil company owners, to want to make a profit. And a wildly large profit, yes. Which is what usually leads to asinine comments like, uh, who needs that much money? Well... It's not far from that question to each according to his ability to each according to his contribution. The literal mantra of socialism. And the answer to the first question is that no one needs that much money. Whatever your amount is to define that much money. A billion, a million, a hundred million, whatever. But it is there for those who want to strive for it and earn it. Look, I'm not going to bore you again with the MLB owner's list of all the jobs that grow from the tree of big oil, because 
Again, you either get it or you're a bum. Ah, uh, jeez, oops. Did I just trigger you with the use of the word bum? I understand that's a slur nowadays, my bad. And all of this, by the way, is the backdrop for one of my favorite annual stories, the World Happiness Report, which has pretty much the exact same results every year as follows, and I quote, Finland, once again, ranked the happiest according to people's self-reported assessment of their lives on a scale of 0 to 10, with 0 being the worst possible life they could have expected to have, and 10 being the best. Note the use of the word expected, very important. Finland's neighbors, Denmark, Iceland, Sweden, and Norway, also all ranked in the top 10. Now, I'm not even going to waste time on the folly of self-reporting, particularly when it comes to things as fleeting and subjective as a person's own happiness. Asking people to rank their own happiness is about as scientific as throwing darts at a map to determine the answers. More importantly, though, is that the one thing you have to appreciate about the Scandinavians is their self-awareness. The reason they openly admit that they're so happy and constantly reporting themselves as such is that they have very few failures or setbacks since none of them strive for anything. They just exist. Scandinavia's happiness rankings aren't the result of the country's sterling quality of life, but rather because people in those countries have a lower bar for what they think their best possible life could have been. Remember, expect, the life they expected to have? Juka Sovelein, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, she's a Nordic woman, wrote, quote, The Nordic countries are united in their brace of curbed aspirations. People are socialized to believe that what they have is as good as it gets, or close enough, and quote. Put another way, good enough is good enough. Why strive for more when I have only what I need? And striving would mean, by definition, occasional failures which hurt. And that would make me temporarily sad. <laughs> As reported by a correspondent for The Economist, when a cabinet member of the Finnish government was introduced at an international conference as, quote, the representative of the happiest country in the world, he responded, if that's true, I'd hate to see the other nations. Again, you gotta at least respect their self-awareness. Way back in 1993, 60 Minutes featured a segment on Finland, already being reported as the happiest nation on Earth, and they opened with this description of Helsinki pedestrians going about their business, quote, This is not a state of national mourning in Finland. These are Finns in their natural state, brooding and private, grimly in touch, with no one but themselves, the shyest people on earth, depressed and proud of it, end quote. That was their description of the happiest nation on earth 30 years ago. All of this, by the way, is the result of the Nordic countries providing decent lives for their citizens and preventing them from experiencing sustained periods of material hardship. Moreover, they embrace a cultural orientation that sets realistic limits to one's expectations for a good life. The mindset explains why Finns are the happiest people in the world, despite living in small apartments, earning modest incomes, and having even more limited purchasing power thanks to high prices and taxes. Now, seriously, all name-calling aside, what type of person, other than a lazy loser, 
would embrace any of what I just described to you as a way to live. It's pathetic. Quite candidly, it's worse than that. It's, it's cruel. You see, I'm no oil baron, nor will I be owning a baseball team in my life, other than maybe a fantasy team. But I did grow up in a middle-class, paycheck-to-paycheck household, where as much as my parents tried to give me everything, they often told me, no, we can't afford that. My friends rode mongoose bikes, and I rode a huffy. I didn't get to go to Washington, D.C. with my 7th grade civics class, and I certainly didn't have a college fund. Today, and for the last 20-plus years, I've owned my own company, employed dozens, and helped an unknowable amount of small businesses grow beyond their wildest dreams. Countless salespeople, radio managers, and far less talented radio cretin have seen an improved quality of life merely by the existence of my team. And this is provable, by the way. It's been stated publicly multiple times that were it not for the Rad Radio Show, 98 Rock, our flagship station in Sacramento, wouldn't be 98 Rock today. It would be 98 Pop or 98 Country. And that sounds braggadocious to you? Okay. Here's the truth, though. I don't want to be thanked. I don't want to be honored, revered, or recognized. To be honest, I'm too busy pulling the cart that too many people are riding in. All I ask for is what most of us do in the pulling ask. Leave us alone, get out of the way, and let us keep pulling.